When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wow. Wow. What a finish to that game. Pittsburgh Steelers win 16-13. to Game just ended this very second. We're talking Week 17. Recap. Reactions. Instant reactions to the Sunday games. All the Sunday games are over. The Pittsburgh Steelers-Baltimore game just ended about 14 seconds ago. And your boy Smitty's here to break down the entire Week 17. We're here to break down any Monday night uh, a game uh, uh, players you might have going on Monday night that can close out or lose you your your Week 17 championship. But we're breaking it down. Hopefully a lot of you aren't playing Week 18, but I will try and support you the best way I can. Michael Zastro in the building second to Ron Navy, who's first in the building. Gee, I wonder why Ron Navy's first in the building right now after a Pittsburgh Steeler win. Rock out third in the building. Hit that thumb up button, the Fantasy Football Show. It begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Welcome everybody to the Week 17 Wrap-Up Show where we're talking everything Week 17, going over the good and the bad uh, taking your phone calls, answering your questions. Maybe you still have some some uh, Monday night player action to go, and I'm here to help you with that. But we're also going to start talking about some 2023 stuff as well because guess what? It is 2023 time for a lot of people, and we're going to dig into it right away and get to it, doing it live like we always do. In fact, let's open the phone line. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Dial into the show. Your boy Smitty is going to help you with all of your questions, whether they're related to 2022, the 2022 season, or if they're related to uh, the 2023 season. Maybe you're in a dynasty league. Maybe you got some keeper decisions and dilemmas to go through. But we're talking about this week 17 uh, debacle. A good week for some people, debacle for others. Uh, there's one thing I said. Swift finally paid off. Let's give a couple standing ovations, okay? First and foremost, we need to give a, a standing ovation to Mike Evans, who a lot of us kept the faith on. Um, a lot of people did not and got upset, and they let him They let him ride the pine. They shouldn't have done that. Mike, Mike Evans is a baller, and, and he always comes around. Sometimes his, his drought is longer than other times. Uh, and, and other times, you know, he 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 bounces back hardcore right away. It's tough to say. We got Michael Dallin. In. Mike, Michael, hold on a second. We got to give a rounding, a, pl- uh, a standing ovation for Mike Evans and who else were we going to do a standing ovation for? Mike Evans and who who was it? I forget. But Mike Evans and, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Michael, what can I help you with, bro? He hung up. Did he get offended again? Did he get offended? Did Michael get offended yet again because I had to do a standing ovation and then Michael just, I'll just leave. I'll just, he just, he just bailed. He just bailed again. He said, I'll leave. 
Am I interrupting? I'm sorry. I'll just go. Is it me? Is it, is it me? ETN. ETN dropping straight fire tonight. Or today. Um, what, what, a, what a mixed bag. What a mixed bag. Here's Michael again. Michael, did I offend you? No, okay, um, okay. it said that it was unavailable. Oh, okay. I, I hit answer and it must have hung up. So, Michael, what can I do for you? First of all, Michael, did you win? No, I I was eliminated round one playoffs, so I'm looking forward to next year. That's right. Michael, I appreciate your enthusiasm for 2023. I commend you. Uh, I'm sending you to the moon, Michael, for A, being always a good sport, and B, looking out for 2023 already instead of going into a hole like a lot of people do. Uh, I'm, I lost, and now I'll be back in June. Maybe I'm going to quit fantasy football altogether because it's unfair. Look, we can we can take these these hits on the chin and come back stronger. We can fall down. We'll get back up, and we'll stand longer the next time until we win championships. I have so many people that follow this channel that, that have come to me this, this you know, the last like hour or two. It's been awesome hearing all the positive feedback. A lot of people, you know, ended up falling short. That's the nature of fantasy football. Uh, but I can't tell you how many people, especially on our Zoom call just a little while ago, hearing from Tariq and Alex Cruz and all the regulars here, just the cool stories of, hey, Smitty, I won two titles in a row. Tariq won two titles in a row. I'm just excited to hear about everybody's success. And for anybody that fell short, in 2022, and I got leagues where I fell short too. You know, I have leagues where I won. I'm very excited, but I have leagues where I felt short. I mean, we all do. You play in enough leagues, you can kind of combat some of the busting and injury concerns that take out an entire, you know, two teams if you're only playing two teams. Nobody should play in 100 leagues, but if you can play in four or five leagues, I think it's a good combination, a good number so that you can combat some of the the bad luck, the injuries, the busting that can happen to anybody and, and still have fun the entire season. So, Michael, what can I do for you? G- give me a topic. Give me a question. What can I do for you, Michael? Yeah, so I have five players on my team and uh, that I could use as a keeper next year. Um, we get one keeper, and it doesn't affect the rounds or anything. It's just one standard keeper. So I got five names. I'm wondering uh, if you could write them down and yeah. tell me who you'd keep right now. I'm sure it'll change, but... Um, I got Mahomes, um, Chase, Walker, JT, and Javante. Okay, I'm gonna leave JT and, and, and Javante off just because they don't—they're not to be considered yeah. here. I hope Javante bounces back, but for right now, he doesn't compete. Um, JT is a second rounder right now. He, you can't—you can't even consider him a first rounder. So these are three first round potential players. And when I say Mahomes is a first rounder potential player i don't want to hear any lip not from you michael from anybody out in the chat saying oh Mahomes and quarterbacks they're not first round they may not be drafted in round one and i i anticipate them climbing in the offseason people are going to get on board our early qb mentality i'm telling you it's going to be a movement but the industry so much in the brainwashing business with this stuff you're going to see them not climb as high as we would probably take these guys. But when we're talking about keeper value, when we're talking about trade value, when we're talking about best ball value, and we're talking about during the season when the whistle blows and week one's already begun, guess where Mahomes and Josh Allen are valued? Top 12 overall. Like when we do a midseason ranking or we do a best ball 
draft midseason, or even right now you do a playoff best ball draft, one QB playoff best ball draft, which we can do at Underdog Fantasy, I might add, promo code SMITTY will get you up to $100 bonus match. Go do that today. But when you do a best ball draft, one QB, first pick overall is Josh Allen. The second pick overall is Patrick Mahomes. The third pick overall is Jalen Hurts. You 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 talk about a midseason trade and someone says, I want to go after Mahomes. Guess what? You got to give up a top 12 overall player. However, during a draft, you don't have to draft him any near anywhere near the top 12. You know what this is? This is like if you bought a car, Michael, it's the reverse of buying a car. You buy a car, you drive it off the lot, it loses two or three grand the moment you drive it off the lot. With a quarterback in fantasy football, you drive a quarterback off the lot, he gains value. And it's, it's crazy. That indicates that it is a steal. Quarterbacks are a steal after the draft is over. And nobody seems to understand that outside of our community. And I love it. And I love it. So I'm very tempted to say Mahomes is flirting with the, these guys in terms of keeper value. But because you could redraft him in round two, probably, unless it's a two Q, QB league. Is it a two QB league? No, just a okay. one QB league. So you'll probably get Mahomes back more easily than you're going to get in either of these two back. And that's going to help you always. It's always your North Star for whether you should keep a player or not. Is is there a higher likelihood you could draft this player back than that player than that player that gives you your, that pushes you in the right direction? For me, it's Jamar Chase. Number one, he's a receiver. Receivers are more reliable. Uh, number two, he's going to retain longer keeper value. Uh, so I would say Jamar Chase is my keeper. However, I would not send you on a lap if you kept Mahomes in a keeper league. I would not. But I'm going to say keep Chase, redraft Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow, Jalen Hurts. Walk out of your draft with Chase and one of those guys. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Uh, this is Astro, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Let me let me re, re- retire. I got a couple Michaels, so I just want to make sure. That'd be hilarious if this wasn't even Zastro when I'm like yeah, talking. Yeah, you, you can just put Zastro. That's fine. Zastro. There we go. Zastro. Zastro, my guy. All right, later, pal. Appreciate you. Yep. See ya. All right. Now th- this guy needs no introduction. This man is a jack of all trades, ladies and gentlemen. I present to you, jack of all trades. Jack, you are live on the Fantasy Football Show. Seventy-five down. Seventy. What, am I sweating? No. No. Guess who I have shooting tomorrow? Joseph Cigar. Mr. Josh Allen and his partner in crime, oh. Mr. Diggs. Okay, Diggs. You're 75 down with Diggs and Allen to go. <laughs> yep, and I'm, I'm predicting the shootout of the century. <laughs> That's a lot of 57 points. 57 to 63. <laughs> okay. Okay. Jack of all trades is going to pull off a miracle. The uh, Monday Night Miracle. Yeah, I'm driving all the way through the night, too, baby. Yeah, I'm not uh, even falling asleep tonight. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> Jack of all trades, doing it live. Uh, appreciate you, though. Yeah. Appreciate you. Oh, yeah, of course. Anything okay, else? I'll talk to you tomorrow. Anything else? Uh, it's getting late. I'm oh. running out of steam. Oh, I, gotta say, I, have to save, I have to save all my mojo for those 75 big ones. I thought you are driving all the way without sleep. Oh, hey, I'm concentrating. Like okay. I said, when they're sleeping, I'm creeping. But I'm going to be doing a lot of meditating and okay. stuff. I'm going to make this happen. Go into a meditative, hyperbolic state. Later. Appreciate you. Yep. Later. Oh, man, this guy's hilarious. Jack of all trades. 
I love talking 2023 already. I love talking keepers. I love talking dynasty. I love talking strategy. This is where I get awoken. Okay, I get awoken during this time of the year. I'm not saying I don't love the end season, guys. I love watching a lot of our predictions come true. I love watching a lot of it play out the way we hope it would play out. I loved watching Brees Hall become the monster we knew he'd be. And it hurt me to watch him uh, get injured. You know, but I love the in season. I want to make sure that's very clear. But I absolutely love the off season to a ten times degree uh, over that because I love talking strategy. I love preparing you all for pure domination in your draft, and I've got a lot in store for you this this off season. Things like we're talking here: Mahomes, quarterbacks, early quarterbacks, going wide receiver. Trying to figure out what the best strategy is. Uh, Daniel Daniel says, Smitty went back-to-back in my redraft. Appreciate you, uh, what you do, big dog. Thank you, Daniel. Congratulations to the moon. To the moon. Awesome to hear. I love hearing when you guys are back-to-back-to-back champions and all that. Awesome job. Uh, this is Rock Out calling. Rock Out. Rock Out, what can I do for you? You're live. <clears throat> Not much, but I got... I got Mike Evans today. You got Mike Evans? Yeah, that's that's tough, bro. I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, Mike Evans is such a, a monster. And I hope everybody that benched him today learned a, le- a hardcore lesson. You don't bench him. And we had a couple people calling in trying to bench Adams. And what did I say, Rock Out? You Adam. don't bench him. Doesn't matter. I'm not excited about Stidham. I wasn't. Now I'm feeling like you know he looked pretty good. You can't bench Adams. You can't bench Adams. You can't bench McKinnon. McKinnon was a monster. What did I say about McKinnon? He'd explode. Right. Um, granted, he he only had 52 yards and, what, like five catches, but he had two touchdowns. Looked phenomenal. He's like the third or fourth highest scoring running back, so he did, did, a, did a fantastic job. But you can't bench your studs. You can't bench Adams. You can't bench Evans. Swift was borderline benchable so that one a lot of people are going to have gotten wrong and it's okay you can't blame yourself for putting swift on the pine during championship week it's just you know it was a tough call nobody should beat themselves up over a deandre swift benching he was he was very borderline suspect walking into to week number uh 17 but yeah adams we we said it we like it doesn't matter what how mad you are about the quarterback situation he's adams and he could find a way, and he did find a way. McKinnon absolutely to the moon, says John. McKinnon's value in 2023 is to exciting to talk about because if he continues on this course walking into the, the remainder of uh, the playoffs yeah. and everything, we could be looking at a, a, a second-round player, you know, and that's exciting to get some new second-round running back blood, in, you know, into the mix for 2023 because – I don't know what the second round is going to look like, all in all. Uh, thanks to JJ and Foreman. I lost. This is Zepeda. Unless Josh Allen throws five TDs. It's possible he throws five TDs, bro. Um, JJ crapped the bed. I have a feeling people are going to take it out on him. But we'll see what he does next week. Because if he has a monster week 17, we'll see what he does. Like People will forgive. But... If he goes down like this, I could very much see people, uh, you know, starting to, to 
to undervalue him to the tune of like four or five overall instead of one. You know what I mean? I'll take him up the fifth. <laughs> yeah, because he could fall to like four or five if he craps the bed on the way out the door. Daniel Jones to the moon, and and I'll moon. take I'll take I'll gladly take a lap on this one. Because I I didn't see I'll Daniel. Take a lap on that too. Yeah, I, I, most people can. I mean, Daniel Jones, four two rushing TDs, two passing touchdowns. No one. No one really saw that coming. Even if people said, "I like Daniel Jones," you like Daniel Jones because you had no other option. You like Daniel Jones because Hertz Hertz was out, and you had no other quarterback. And you're like, Daniel Jones could do good. You know, like seeing that coming, the way he he dropped it. Uh, but, but I'll take a lap because there are plenty of times I said, "No, Daniel Jones, no Daniel Jones." It is what it is. You know, I can't I can't predict everything. That's for sure. Eckler going off. JJ doing nothing. Cost you says, uh, Armin. I appreciate you being here, pal, regardless of the loss or the tough uh, battle. Don't reply to pre-congratulations text. Don't reply to pre-congratulations text, okay? Sure, Philip. Yeah. I have to take a mini uh, lap on Daniel Jones, but I couldn't bench him over Joe Burrow. Uh, Gordo is the champion. Gordo, to the moon. To the moon. Congrats, my guy. Nice work. Um... Rock out anything else I can help you with today? Um hopefully I can come come back from math and come back from fifty two. I got Joe Burrow and Diggs. Joe Burrow and Diggs and you only need fifty two? You can do that. You got it, bro. You got this. You got it, bro. All right, Rock Out. Yeah. I appreciate you all calling right. in. I'm gonna let you jump tonight. I got to roll through all this stuff. I got to go through, uh, but appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. All right, call in. Uh, call in tomorrow. Later. All right. Rock Out, ladies and gentlemen. My dude. Rock Out's a, a monster. 49ers D with a solid negative three points. That was crazy. That was crazy. The the Niner D was set up to ball. Uh, I don't know how that happened, man. I don't know how Stidham came out and did what he did. That was impressive. Um, very, very bad line. Very, very bad line. I predicted a big game out of the Niner D, so I'll take a lap on that. Uh, um, we'll be talking rookies soon. We'll be talking rookies soon. Get ready, get ready. It's going to be Bijan Robinson time. We'll be talking Bijan. Uh, Thomas, congrats. What was the buy-in? Uh, let us know how you did, Thomas. Can't believe Mike Evans did that. I can. I can. You know why? Because everybody gave up on him. Everybody gave up on Mike Evans, and Mike Evans said, watch me. Watch me. He had, what did I say last night? He had a, a touchdown call back in week number 15. In week 16, he was going to be wide open for a walk-in touchdown, and everybody's just looking at box scores going, he's not doing anything. But if you watched him, he was active. He was he was trying to corral in back-to-back games with touchdowns, and Brady and him just weren't on the same page. It was bad luck, uh, similar to what went on with Christian Watson and A-Rod this week. I mean, God, there were two touchdown opportunities for Watson. Watson wasn't like injured and not playing and being a decoy. He was all over the field. But A-Rod couldn't hit him. He overthrew him and threw two bad balls. One of them, Watson could have probably pulled in. But there was at least one at least one guaranteed touchdown opportunity for Christian Watson. And he crapped the bed. He crapped the bed. JJ crapped the bed. A lot of players crapped the bed. 
players that didn't play crap to bed. Jalen Hurts crap to bed for you in a way. Um, Henry wasn't there for you in a way. Uh, uh, you know, Walker, Walker and Etienne were great, but their situations crapped the bed for you in a way because Etienne could have had so much more. Etienne had vulture touchdowns. They took him out early. Etienne was a monster. And so many of these situations crapped the bed for us. And that's why I'm a big proponent and have been. For those of you that have been with me for a while, you know I went on a rampage and a total rant talking about this week number uh, uh, 17, you know, and how I, I just didn't understand why, why everybody was excited about this extra game and the fact that we were moving playoffs without knowing anything. Alert. Maximum levels reached. Prepare for transformation. Alert. Maximum levels reached. Prepare for transformation. Time for a Smitty rant. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk over here. Let's move this cam over here because I don't don't feel like standing up right now. I'm going to do my Smitty rant from my seat. What did I say when they added this extra game to the NFL slate of regular season games? We are quick to react to this information. The entire fantasy football community needs a, a council, so to speak. Maybe how big your channel is gets you how many number of of votes or something. You know, if you're a a 200k YouTube channel, maybe you get 10 votes. If you're a and we we need to figure out a way to better react to something this big. The entire fantasy industry was led to the slaughter to play week 17 as the championship week just because the the league decided to extend the game. No one talked about it. No one discussed it, and I said it's going to be a mistake. And I firmly believe it's still a mistake. And I think everybody rushed into without even looking at it for a year from afar. Hey, let's see what happens in Week 17 with the, the NFL teams. You've got guys like Henry and Hurts not playing Week 17, but potentially set to play Week 18. you got teams looking to not sit their players and studs in Week 18. 18 now instead of week 17, but also halfway in week 17. There were so many disastrous situations that in week 18 might be pretty good. You also have players getting more injured. And when they get injured, they're looking out for the playoffs. It's a disaster. I'm not saying that the entire... Ben says, what am I talking about? What do you think I'm talking about, Ben? What do you think? Call in, Ben. Call in. To the phone line, what do you think I'm talking about? I'm talking about how the entire industry rushed into playing Week 17 as the Fantasy Football Playoff Championship Week. Uh, Peace, dog. I still can't believe that A.J. Brown benching was going to ask you if he kept that lineup. Andy, what are you talking about? 
Anyway. I don't know what I I have a prediction. And you you want to call up Ben? Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. We'll talk about it, Ben. I have a prediction that if this goes awry one more year, you're going to have fantasy football communities everywhere talking about how maybe there needs to be discussion about moving this thing back. Okay, Andy. They need to maybe move things back, the, the fantasy industry as a whole. Us, we need to. I don't know. We'll see. If this happens one more season, I'm not saying everybody's ready to do it now, but if this happens one more season where week 17 is all out of whack and it's not what everybody expects from their players, you will start seeing little compartments of fantasy football communities saying, I'm going this way. We're taking our league through week 16. I don't care what the content provides. The reason most people were okay with it is because the bigger, bigger uh, platforms we're all supporting immediately going to week 17 and playing it all out. I predict that if we have one more, Ben, the phone line's not full. Call in. I predict if we have one more bad year in a row of this, we're going to have people freaking out on a mass scale. And there's going to be a divide, a split in the fantasy industry where a lot of people revert back to week 16. A lot of people keep it week 17. Some people were playing week 17 in the past as their championship week total mistake and when they extended the game they moved their championship to week 18 there are people still playing week 18 when you were given the opportunity to keep yourself in week 17 why didn't you just leave it alone and say you know what we've been playing week 18 like a bunch of idiots let's just keep it like like bill who still got his mullet never cut his mullet off mullets go out of style and then when mullets come back into style he's already got it he's good to go that's kind of like people with with fantasy leagues. Week 18, why would you play week 18 when you had an opportunity to keep your championship in week 17 where you mistakenly put it, and now it's perfectly set according to the industry? Uh, I got uh, Corey on hold, and then I, I believe this is Ben. What's up, Smitty? Is this Ben? Thanks to you, man. One championship this year. Who is this? you and all your future advice. Just wanted to congratulate you and whatever your advice holds. Thank you. Thank you, pal. Who is this, by the way? Corey. Oh, no. Yeah, Corey, I put I put you on hold. <laughs> oh, my bad, brother. No, you're fine. Corey, let's go to Corey first. Ben, is that you on hold? Yes, sir. Okay. Hang tight for me, Ben. All right, sure. Corey, what can I help you with other than that that little piece there? And I appreciate you, Corey. And, and, and I'm pr- nothing, I didn't I, I don't need no help with anything, man. I already got the championship locked up before Monday night, so I just wanted to thank you and everything that you do. So Can I send you to the moon? Send me to the moon, please. All right. Corey to the, to the moon. moon. Corey, I appreciate the kind words. Um and uh congratulations. Who was the who was the person that put it? Put you over the top this week. Who was your your big baller? Everything, man. I mean, everything showed up for me tonight, man. I had Austin Eckler, 122 yards, two two TDs. I had Devontae Adams. boy. I had Jeremy McKinnon. Jeez. I mean, I had had all the line of blocks tonight. Your grandma didn't know what hit her, bro. Yeah, what's going on, man? I appreciate you. Uh, Yeah, uh, hold on, bro. You're on hold. 
okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I don't really, I don't have a, like an assistant answering the phone. So as funny as it is, and as much as I make you feel like you're out of place, like, what are you doing? Like, it's not your fault. You know, you're calling in and I'm just throwing you on the line. <laughs> it's not your fault. Yeah, All right. I uh, Corey, Corey, I appreciate you calling in, bro. I appreciate you and all your advice, man. Look to I look forward to the future, man. Get ready for twenty twenty three. It started ten minutes ago. Appreciate you later. Uh, I'm I'm ready. Thank you. All right, later. All right, Ben. Ben. Yell at me now yes, and sir, yell at me now, Ben. Tell me I don't know what you don't know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. No, no, I, I was just I was just uh I wasn't uh <clears throat> I didn't mean to cut you off by the way, but No problem. Um I was just really curious what you were talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what do you think, Ben? Do you think that do you think it was a mistake for the fantasy industry to blindly just roll into week 17, week 16, week 15, 16, 17 versus week 14, 15, 16? I I like the idea of 14, 15, 16. It's interesting. I play in a couple different leagues where some of them are 15, 16, 17, a couple are 2 weeks. Uh, 14, 15, or no, 15, 16, and 17, 18. And I kind of like the idea of trying to figure out which teams need to play their starters and which teams are going to maybe pull their starters after a little bit. I think I think you like it when it's not unf- like a, have that unfe- un- unfair feeling of like, you know, you have the better team and it's just getting ripped from you. Like I, I understand, and there's, there's a league where actually – it's to my advantage, and I'm I have the same stance that you just gave in that league. I'm like, hey man, it is what it is, what it is. <laughs> you know. But like well, when start... when you have Derrick Henry all I year, am... you know, you have uh, Jalen Hurts gonna play probably week 18, and now you know you're not gonna get him. When you have all these scenarios where you know Etn sitting early, uh, 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 not only is T Law play bad, he doesn't even get really a, a second chance in that game to 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 kind of get some garbage touchdowns. I, I just think that yeah. one more year of this, you're going to have a big divide in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very fair. But but Travis yeah, makes I a good up, point. I, I, Travis makes a good point. Sorry to cut you off. There were week 14 buys this week. So it's like we were kind of forced mm-hmm. to maybe look in that direction this year. I, I, have right. a fe- I have a feeling week 14 will be loaded with bye weeks again. So we'll have to see. But that, yeah. that, is, a, that, is, a good, that is a good point. That is a great point. And that is a, a negative as well. Although at least you can plan for that. You know what I mean? Like that sucks, right. but at least you can plan for that. And in a sense, I play in a league where the playoffs do start in week 14. And the thing about that league that I, that I play in with that, and it's a, it's a big league. It's a big uh, charity league is that mm-hmm. y- you, if you have, if you have somebody in a bye week in that scenario, um, you've also had this advantage of having them bi week free all year long. And, and so it depends if you're in like a total point race, you know, or something like that. But anyway, go ahead, man. And you, yeah, you can, can look at the schedule while, while you're drafting. If you're, if you know what you're doing. Yeah. It's Whatever. tough. Yeah. Yeah, it is tough. Smitty, real quick. Yeah. Do you mind if I get a, I'm not even sure how to, how to word this one here, but man, I feel like I had a championship team, dude. It's only a 10-man league, and six teams make the playoffs. I had the second-highest-scoring team finished in eighth place. Okay. I had uh, Jalen Hurt, Stephon Diggs, 
T. Higgins, Travis Etienne, Kenneth Walker, Kyle Pitts, Rashad White, Christian Watson, and just a couple other bench guys that were yeah. going around. I mean, it's a great team. I mean, in hindsight, yeah. I draft I draft that team again. You know, it's it's going to be interesting, and this is where. <laughs> This is where depth comes into play. I have a lot of teams that did have Hurts, you know, get yanked from the lineup. ETN play really well for a half, then get yanked. Walker not get fed enough, and still, and I still crush it in those leagues because I had other players step up. It's all about depth. This right. year, this yeah. this year, we're gonna focus on a lot of things that can help combat some of the things that might have hampered people in the in the playoffs. So we'll be attacking all kinds of new strategies and. And deploying things that I think will help uh, help keep everybody in good position, and maybe maybe a lot more like the McKinnon, the 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 McKinnons, the um, the situations like that, um, the the later exploding rookies. I'm gonna do a lot more content in 2023 that will be advantageous for these types of things that are very easily, I think. Um, predictable they're easy to predict like example what do i always say about rookie wide receivers they do very well down the stretch right and even though christian watson did bad today it was a bad example of christian watson but like i think in 2023 it's going to be time to trade for rookie wide receivers time to trade for you know this situation and that situation we're going to try and combat some of the stuff that maybe took people out in week number Right. 13 14 15 yeah try and get those try and get those rookie wide receivers in week six week seven week eight when they're still underperforming and you can buy them low so um yeah. buy low and sell high is going to be more important than ever in 2023 so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, do that another thing that would be interesting i'm trying to think of a way like i, I would like to have it i like total points I'm gonna I'm gonna be a big right. proponent of not saying don't play a Super Bowl because Super Bowls are fun they're important, but I'm gonna start shoveling out quite a bit that everybody needs to have a total point race because you could be the best team in the league and and this is part of it I know people like this part of it they're like that's the fun of it anybody could win and I I get that but when you are the best team and you're not you you got the most points scored against you come back and tell me that you think it's still a great process to not be rewarded for being an amazing the top team in your league and you just get faced with the worst luck in the world in terms of points scored against you i think it's really crucial i think it's really crucial to have a duel not necessarily it doesn't have to be a duel first place it could be first place is super bowl champ second place is total point winner third place is super bowl runner-up however you want to divide up the the pool of of money or whatever the prizes but i'm telling you Fighting for total point race is the true indicator of the best team in the league. And I think that that's something that can have people at least, uh, you know, um, feeling like they, they aren't screwed because of one week. Agreed. Something to back you up on that. This one really gets me. Is that in that same league where, it, well, it's like split into two divisions like it is, um, the person who won the division that I'm in and ended up getting the first round by in the playoffs was the lowest scoring team in the division yeah. by like 70, what, 80 points. Which is cool, but you need to also reward the total point winner. It just makes the most sense because there's a lot. Right. There's, there's, yeah, it's, the, 
Yeah. Like I was leading, I was leading the division in points and still missed the playoffs. Yeah. All right, Ben. I got to jump to the next caller. Appreciate you, Ben. Thanks for right. calling in, pal. Thank you, Smitty. Good, good job. Night. Good job this year. Later. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Who am I talking to? You're the only caller on hold. I'm sorry I put you on hold a minute ago. Who is this? You're live. Yeah, Thomas from Chicago. How you doing? Thomas. Thomas from Chicago. What's yes, up? Sir. Yeah, won my first league here. Uh, I heard you ranting about the Week 17 thing. I had Henry, who was like bench, so I uh, was quite a kerfuffle. I had to start uh, Freeman. It was either him or Boss. But, yeah, I got pretty lucky, man. Pretty stoked. First uh, championship I ever won. Congrats, my guy. Congrats. Uh, good job. Um, yeah, thanks. Fourteen person league, pretty brutal. So yeah. yeah, get ready for 2023. It all begins now, man. It all begins right now. So we're gonna be talking about. Yeah. Yep. Uh, look at this guy right here, league winner. Do you have McKinnon in any leagues? I did not have McKinnon. I had Lamar Jackson who went down, so I had uh, Gardner Minshew. He was my starting quarterback. My running backs were Henry, but I had to swap him out. Camara. Uh, picked up Watson on waivers, got lucky. Amari Cooper was my best receiver. Uh, George Kittle, pretty solid at the end there. And then Taysom Hill with my flex. Uh, had Carlson and kicker, and then I started Chiefs defense this week. But, yeah, pretty stoked. I got him on the bench, too. But Well, congrats yeah. on the win. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. Uh, I got you in the system, sure. so call call back any time throughout the offseason. We'll, we'll start digging into the 2023, pal. Congrats. All right. Thanks, Let- man. Have a great day. Thanks yeah, later. Uh, Adam with a super chat up 74 points and other teams still has Burrow, Mixon, and, and Bass. Uh, I would rather be you. Uh, I'd rather be you. Uh, congrats on that potential win there. Uh, we won't say win because you never know, so I don't want to jinx it for you. Chaos with a, a $10 holler. To the moon. Yeah, moon shot there with a $10 holler, my dude. And Chaos says, uh, you told me to start Zay Jones over Mike Evans in my flex, and I'm glad I didn't listen Probably going to win the championship. Take a lap, Smitty. I don't remember. I don't remember that one because I was a big proponent of Mike Evans' chaos. Uh, if if I if I did, I I I apologize, but I don't think I I don't think I did. Did I? I, I was pumping up Mike Evans pretty hardcore, bro. But anyway, regardless, I'm glad you won your league. And I don't I don't know that you would spend nine ninety nine to tell me that if you were you know I, I believe you, but. Uh, I, I'm a big proponent of Mike Evans, so I don't know. But anyway, congrats on your win. Nice job, and that's a perfect example, if it was, if that is true, of trusting your gut. And always trust your gut. Uh, Steelers to the Super Bowl, let's go. Jaime, don't get ahead of yourself, bro. Don't get ahead of yourself, okay? Uh, Bickley says, I won Smitty by 20. I have Burrow and Higgins tomorrow. Thanks for your help all season. Thank you, Kerry. Appreciate you. Nice job. Um, I just missed your call, whoever you were. Uh, Ricky, call back, Ricky. Uh, appreciate you, Kerry. Uh, James, with a $5 holler, James says, benched Adams, but Eckler and K9 went off. Goff was serviceable. Lamb was awesome. I'm up 35. Has Mixon left. How do you like my chances? I like that a lot. Uh, congrats, man. I'd rather be you by a, a, a mile. But anything's possible, of course. But... I mean, that's awesome. Jake with a super chat. Jake, thank you. Up 99 to 98. Opponent has nobody left. Do I play McPherson? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a big uh, proponent of not benching, guys. I like to let everybody go out and and uh, do it live. 
But, I mean, the other thing, too, is what if there's a stat correction? A little less likely to happen than a negative uh, scoring game, but I don't know. I, I would say this is a tough call. This is a tough call. If this is done in your league on occasion, then I guess why not? But what if there's a stat correction? Um, and as McPherson ever scored negative points this season, I would look that stat up as well. But it's not crazy. People do it all the time. Uh, people kind of make fun of it when it's done in a league in leagues that I've been in. But you know, you could have a negative. You could have a negative game, or you could have a stat correction. Both. Th- I've seen both things happen. I've, I've seen one guy have a stat correction when he did this. And he lost before. Uh, I've seen more times people start a player and they get negative points and lose. But it is rare. It's rare to go in either direction. But that's kind of that's kind of a tough call, man. A uh, $10 hauler from Clayton. To the moon. Clayton, appreciate you dropping that 10, 10 watt on screen. I, Smitty, 12-man, half PPR, won my ship today. Thanks for you and the other YouTubers for your help this season. Appreciate you, Clayton. Thank you for all of your support. Joshua, $5 hauler, won my fantasy football league. Thanks to you, Smitty. Had Dak Eckler, Zeke, Lamb, D. Adams, Schultz, Walker starting. Appreciate your help and Happy New Year. Thank you, Joshua. So glad to hear about everybody's championships. This is awesome. Uh, Jack dropping the $5 hauler. Metcalf crapped the bed down 75 points. Got Allen and Diggs going tomorrow. Yep, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Let's roll. Jack is a jack of all trades. He's the one that's saying that he thinks that his his boys uh, Diggs and Josh Allen will score seventy five. Uh, Ricky Ricky just left. Ricky, I was just about to get to you, so call back if you want to jump in. Ricky Metcalf crapped the bed. Oh, I just got that one done. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate your super chat. Ian with the five dollar holler. Doubt Allen. Uh, doubt Allen for sixty tomorrow. So sadly lost the big the big money. Went with uh, T Law DK. And Watson lost more, lost two more, and Russell Wilson can't complain too much, though after losing Hall, Javante, JT, that's that's really good that you got this far. So congrats and and yeah, take that into 2020, um, 2023 that you you would have smashed everybody if you didn't have injuries, and those weren't injuries you could see coming. Uh, do want to say thanks for st- uh, stressing McKinnon so heavy this week. I was uh, really hesitant, and you were the only one pushing him. And really pull through. Won't forget that. Hype for next season. Thanks for the great advice this year. You're the man. Thank you, Ian. I appreciate the double super chats, bro. $5 holler. And then the $10 holler, which to is the moon. moon shot. And the final super chat before we go to Ron Navy, who's probably just licking his chops over the Steeler win. Uh, I would say Peter is the last. Yeah, Peter's the last super chatter for the moment. And he says, won my league up by 26. Have T and Knox to play. boy, bro. Attaboy, Peter. Congrats. Appreciate you. Ron Navy, how you feeling about that win, big boy? I'm feeling great. Don't think I didn't hear you chastise that Steeler fan that said Steelers to the Super Bowl. How dare you say that to, to a Steelers fan, come number on, one. Come on, you Ron. You don't say that to a Steelers fan. Come on, no, Ron. No, no, no. Wrong, You've been, wrong, wrong. You didn't think they were going to win that game until that, that came down to that. <laughs> But they did. I know, but... And I'm not the one. You said, the guy is happy that the Steelers won, so he said, Steelers to the Super Bowl, you chance. I just said, oh, don't oh, get carried man. away. I just said, don't get carried away. That's all I said. I said, all right, man, Come don't get carried away. first team. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's go back to his... <laughs> let's go back to his Super Chat. Here we go. Jaime, Steelers to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. There, is that better? There you go. Jaime can rewatch that over yeah, and over. Hit the moon button, buddy. Yeah. Steelers to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. Hey, they've done it before. They, they were the first team ever in history to go from the sixth seed to win the Super Bowl. They were the first team to ever do it. Yeah, but you don't have – okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're on your way, bro. You're on your way. Hey, uh, who is uh, who is the biggest surprise today? JJ, he's my biggest surprise. Zero or no, 1.5 points or something. But he had zero points at halftime. I literally had a league run. It was Miss Smitty's work league. I had it in the bag all year. And I had I had JJ and Christian Watson and Kenneth Walker going. And, and I, I still have a shot with Burrow because it's really high-scoring quarterback points. But all I needed was like 10 points from each of them, and it would be in the bag. And I get 1.5 out of JJ, almost zero, like one point or so out of Christian Watson. And Kenny Walker did pretty good, but they just didn't use him enough. And it's like, <sighs> JJ killed me, but I'm not going to let it hold. I'm not going to hold it against him for 2023 or anything, but I'm definitely bummed about JJ. Kirk Cousins looked like dog water. How, what do you make of that? And what do you think about Kirk Cousins? And, and JJ and the Vikings, um, you know, chances in 2023 and beyond with Kirk Cousins under helm. Do you think Kirk Cousins is going to end up just shrugging this one off and being, you know, solid all next year too as well? I mean, I'm, I'm, I know we're talking about like week 18 and what's going on right now, but I'm, I'm talking 2023 real quick. What do you think of Cousins in 2023? You know, they they really need to work. It depends. I mean, if they can get a, if they can build their defense better and all that, I think that'll help Cousins out. You know, um, a lot from the defensive aspect of it. So I kind of wait to see what's going on in the draft and what they do to shore up their defense. Um, but I mean, Minnesota seems to have these games. You know, they had one with Dallas where they got they look like total junk. And 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 then they came back and they had a fantastic game, you know. And so they they seem to flip flop like they'll play two good games and one bad game. Give give me a give me a player, and I'm that's going to go in the top eight rounds next year. But you're not sure where they're going to go, and I'm going to predict the ADP right on the screen here. A player? Yeah, just name a player. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna do one while you think. Barkley was one somebody threw out. Where's Barkley gonna go? Barkley in 2023 redraft. I'm gonna say goes in the later half of round one. I don't know if that's gonna be where he settles, but I I, I initially believe that's where his ADP could be. I got a perfect one for you. Okay. McKinnon. Yeah, we were talking about that a minute ago. Obviously, it depends on how he finishes, but let's say he continues to kind of look very similar. Uh, I'm going to say he goes around. I mean, if he continues to play well, like he's scoring touchdowns and, and he's not like forgotten and, and kind of fizzles away second round. I think he goes to the bottom of round two into round three. 
he could go higher if he went absolutely bonkers. But if he kind of, you know, has like a 50 yards and a touchdown, and then maybe he has like 70 yards, and then the next game he has like 50 yards and a touchdown, or two touchdowns and 40 yards even. Like something remotely close to what he's doing, even if it's like a little lesser version, second round. Like people are going to, this two to three turn, people are going to be excited about him. But of course that will then change if the if the Chiefs bring in somebody but he's kind of a wide receiver, you know. He's kind of like he's an RB. I wonder if they even change his position, you know. But he's he's catching pass. He's kind of Tyreek Hill. He's kind of turned into Tyreek Hill, Mahomes' new version of Tyreek Hill. So I don't know what's in store for him. If he becomes a wide receiver, he's a lot. He's a he's got a different value, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. C- CD well, Lamb. You were talking about your league that didn't get very many points for you. Well, you know, my, my best ball team, Underdog, I got five points for Trevor Lawrence. I got a whole six point for Ramondre Stevenson, and my receivers were even worse. I mean, K.J. Osborne is my leading receiver with 15 points. Then I had to use Robbie Anderson for 1.8 points and Zay Jones for 3.9 points. So how's that for points? Mm-hmm. That's sad. Yep. All yeah. my big guys, they just like poop, pooped it away. Yes, sir. Oh, controlled myself. You, you know, you know what? You know what I just looked at. What? It this dep this dep- this depends. So it's a good point. Like dynasty value wise, McKinnon. Let's go back to McKinnon real quick. Because everyone's okay. talking about his age. And and it is a concern. It is a concern because he's 30 years old. And I bet a lot of people don't know that. He he turns 31. He turns 31 walking into 2023. That's 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 not but good. Like he's, not, he's not a typical running back. He's wide receiver. But 31 is kind of the last year of a wide receiver before you start to really worry about the odds of drop-off are significant if you are 32 years old. So McKinnon, you mix in the fact that he's going to be 31 years old. You factor in that you they're so hard to predict. And the fact that there's a history of the Chiefs having like a Damian Williams blow up in the playoffs and the Super Bowl and then they don't even use him the next year. A lot of risk. A lot of risk. I'm not saying I love I love McKinnon this year. I'm not saying I love McKinnon next year if his value climbs that high. I I, I want to make that clear because the people in the chat were thinking that this is where I want to rank him. I don't want to rank him here. I'm not drafting McKinnon in 2023 in the second round. But that's where I think he would go if he exploded on the way out of of 2020 in the playoffs like if he exploded on the way to a Super Bowl and he becomes like a a highly used Super Bowl asset potential MVP consideration but it goes to Mahomes obviously then McKinnon walks into 2023 as a second to third round turn player if he explodes but at 30 which which I'm glad you guys brought it up because it it wasn't that that's where I want him that's where he'll get drafted I'm predicting ADP not my rankings so as a wide receiver though he has potentially one more year left 
even though he hasn't been used a ton before he has that threat of like the odds are extremely against him being electric at 32 33 yeah so we'll see mckinnon's a tough one but but i think a lot of people think based on my mckinnon hype for 2022 that i'm gonna love him in 2023 not the case not at 31 years old okay uh someone said swift what ron Oh, I was just going to ask you that for some thoughts on something, but okay, uh, go ahead. Let me let me attack it first. No, what do you think um, for next week? Is going to um, the Bills have to play because they're still playing for the uh, for the uh, top seed, so they have to play New England, and so that kind of like I'm thinking New England's gone out of the playoffs. That leaves Miami playing the Jets. And with a bad quarterback, because we don't even know um, the quarterback situation right now, what do you think the possibility that the Jets beat Miami next week and knock them out of the playoffs? Um, it's very possible. It's very possible. Um, <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, this is cute. This is this is cute of Jacob. Jacob, please don't get mad at my. My snarkiness, okay? I, we have too many people that take me the wrong way. But Jacob wants to know, hey, Smitty, will you be doing content over the offseason? Um, J- Jacob, I'll be doing more content than you can possibly watch, number one. Number two, I don't stop. I'm Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. I also go n- live when news breaks, Jacob. This is what I do for a living. There's no taking time off. I'm not a, a school teacher that gets three months off. I'm not a, a, a Bob from accounting who works nine to five. Or Bob really doesn't work nine to five. Bob kind of slides into work about 9.20. You know, does uh, pretends to do work till about 11.30. Goes and grabs a bite. Comes back, does about one or two hours of actual work. Your boy Smitty... Lives and breathes this 365, Jacob. I'm not going anywhere. In fact, Jacob, um, I will be, uh, Travis says, no, this is the last show of the year. This is the first show of the year, actually. Um, Jacob, I'll be here more than you see me now. I'll be here more in the offseason. It's crazy, bro. It's going to be insane. So uh, buckle up, Jacob. Get ready. I'm sorry, Ron, what were you saying? I had to chime in on that. No, I was talking about the, the Miami and the Jets and and um, what you think could happen in that game. Yeah, uh, I think, I mean, they're going to be without uh, Bridgewater again. Because he, he, he broke yeah, his... Tua, yeah, I don't, yeah in two, I don't, I don't think Tua's coming. If Tua plays, the Dolphins win, I think. Unless he gets knocked out right away again. I don't think Tua plays. I don't think Tua plays. So, I don't know. I don't think the Miami Dolphins are. Then again, Mike White's got to play better. I would probably say the Jets win if there's no Tua and Bridgewater can't play, and I think Bridgewater can't play. I don't think he'll play. Yeah. Uh, Swift. Bro, this Swift question, I don't know. I don't know where to put Swift. Again, this is not my ranking. McKinnon going in round two, three, and and everybody's saying there's no way McKinnon's going. Or not everybody. There's a lot of people in in the chat saying there's no way he goes round two and three. I don't know if you were listening to what I was saying. 
I said if he explodes on out like he's been playing and he does that the entire playoffs, you better bet your bottom dollar he's going at least in the third round. If he slows down and kind of goes missing for a game and is mediocre in his last game, then he could go to he could go down to five, five or six. So it's very much dependent on how McKinnon plays. That's not my value. I'm predicting ADP here. I wouldn't take him anywhere near two or three because he's 31, as we pointed out. Swift, this is the one we talked about weeks ago. If he balls out in his final two games, now he's still got one game to go. And, and, and technically, uh, what are the odds of the, the Lions making the playoffs? Actually, they're better now. It's what, what down is- to the lot. Seattle, and uh, Green Bay. Those are the three teams that's down to now. What's the percentage, though, odds of Detroit making? Does anybody have that number? Like if it's 37% or whatever that number is. Um, if Anyway, someone find that number for me. But if, if, if Swift balls out in week 17, I'm sorry, week 18, and they don't make the playoffs, that's two back-to-back weeks. There's no... There's no wondering about, you know, does he play well in the playoffs or whatever. They probably lose their first game in the playoffs anyway. But it is crazy to think that if he balls out one more game and let's say they don't make the playoffs, that people will contemplate drafting him in the second or third round. I don't know where. I don't know where, but I I cannot imagine him being anywhere near round one. I can't imagine him being anywhere near the top of round two. I probably would suggest it would be three, ADP-wise, not my ranking, ADP-wise, probably in round three. I can't see him falling to four if he balled out in week number 18 on top of just doing it in week 17. But if he falls flat, if he disappears again, everyone's going to just say, no, I'm not doing it. All it takes is one game, and it's going to be this next game. And he'll go from like late second to mid-third down to four or five, just with one bad exit. So <laughs> this is going to be really a fun one to watch. ADP is so crazy. It's so it's influenced so much by just one game. It's crazy. Um, someone give me an, Ron. Give me another another name. Another name. Um. Where do you think uh, Brees Hall goes? Ooh, good one. Uh, in redraft, and I'm predicting ADP not where I would take him. I think his ADP is going to be top of two initially. If he if he's got no signs of um no signs of of like like this guy looks like he was pre ACL. And, and that happens with the, the younger you are, the quicker you can bounce back. And he's about as young as we've seen an elite player tear an ACL. Um, usually, either the players tore it before they've come in to play football. You know, like Priest Holmes, Dalvin Cook. Um, these guys all had ACL tears in college. And so usually it's either in college and they come into the pros and we sometimes don't even know unless you're told by someone like me or somebody looks into it, that this person had an ACL tear. You're like, oh, really? They, they had an ACL tear? They look great. It, it At a certain age, it's like 23 years old and under, 
it's a lot different than if you're even 24, 25, 26, especially if you're 24, 25, 26. So Brees Hall's recovery could be so much more in line with not, I don't want to say Adrian Peterson's because that was crazy and it'll never be done again where someone comes in and rushes for that amount of yardage. I mean, maybe I mean, Brees Hall could do it, but I think Brees Hall has a really good shot at being absolutely unbelievable for a, a first year back from an ACL recovery. So if all reports look good and you start hearing terms thrown around like, uh, it's good as new, can't even tell, you know, and we're months away from the beginning of the year. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be a monster and he'll climb into the bottom of round one. But I'd say round two pretty easily. What about Debo? Um, Debo's it's going to depend on how he finishes, obviously, like if he's a, a crucial reason why the Niners make it to even a, a NFC championship game, then I think Debo could go somewhere in the top of round three or bottom of round three. If Debo is not a factor or he's sporadic, then it's going to be a fourth round type of ADP. I imagine this is, this is me predicting ADP. I could be, I could be way off because it depends on the people in reactions and, uh, knee jerk reactions. So, you know, uh, it's so dependent on, on the next couple of weeks. I think, uh, Another person that would be good to talk about. So JJ, for example, Justin Jefferson, if he had finished with a 150 yard three TD game, you would have people making fun of people in the chat as if it was just everybody knows it. There's there's no other way to think. This is this is it. This is is as much air is needed to breathe. JJ is needed at 1.1 if he had had 150 and two touchdowns. Let's say in this game. Right now, you have people upset about J.J. People are fickle. I very much think he could fall to the, not far, but to the 1.2, 1.3, 1.4 territory. I really think he could in some context. Now, it depends on what he does next week. Uh, Do you think I will need Burrow and Chase to get at least 48 points? Do you think I'll win? I need Burrow and Chase to get 48 points. I like it, bro. Haha, ha, yeah, looked like Smitty lost all hope for humanity. Why is that, Andy? I don't know what that means. How, how did I look like I lost hope for humanity? Andy, I don't get it. But JJ probably like, a, I would say, third, third round. I, I mean, third pick overall. Third pick. I think he dropped at number three. To, for some people. Number two or three. Right. We'll see. Big game in week seven and week eighteen could change all that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what he's saying. How did I, Ron? How did I lose hope in humanity? I don't know. I, I, I'm the one that lost hope in humanity after today. Yeah. <laughs> Have Chase Knox. He has T down thirty. Had JJ shaking my head. Have Chase Knox. He has T down thirty. You could do that. That's not crazy. Um, I, you know, I, I'd probably rather be him, to be honest, but it's crap. That could that could happen. That's not an all hope is lost type of thing. Uh, Cousins, Goff, or Lawrence next week. I mean, Goff is kind of doing it, bro, and they've got a lot to fight for. 
So I would say Goff is your safest play. Cousins crap the bed. Lawrence crap the bed. Goff's your play. Although Trevor needs to win this game. Trevor Lawrence, man, I don't know. Maybe T-Law brings it hardcore because they got to beat this, the Titans to, to make the playoffs. So, um, But the Lions will be fighting too. I don't know. What are you going, Goff? Goff Goff's more, he's been more consistent. Yeah, but, you know, as soon as you say that about players like golf or then they drop wins or those type of players, even even cousins, you know, it's like that's when they have the bad game. Yeah, you think they're going to do good? That's when they have their letdown. Yeah, maybe you go T like, T law if you need high high risk high reward. You, you go you go uh, golf if you want safety. Kane started Algier over DK because of your last-minute advice this morning. <laughs> started Algier over DK because your last-minute advice this morning. Need 40 points with Allen, Diggs, and Burrow playing tomorrow. Let's go to the moon. Appreciate you. I always enjoy that when it works out, but you know, I, I always hate influencing somebody to change their mind or gut instinct, though. So thank God it worked out for you. Uh, Algier had a day. Uh, Algier was safe. Algier was safe. Um, but, you know, need 40 points with Allen yeah. Diggs and Burrow playing tomorrow. So you have both quarterbacks? Wait, what? He needs 40 points with Allen Diggs and Burrow? Is he in a super flex and he has Allen and, and Burrow? No, he can't. Kane, that's amazing if you do. I, I hope I didn't read that wrong. That's amazing. Thank you for your super chat, Kane. I mean, think about it. I mean, Allen went at the top, towards the top of the draft. Burrow was going down towards the sixth, seventh round. Not super. That was a super. That was a super flex, though. If he's got both of them playing, they're both top five picks. Yeah. You remember? You remember when Burrow? Let me play this. Stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. You remember when all the Burrow hate was coming around because he started off so slow? Imagine if Burrow didn't start off slow. He'd be the number two or number one quarterback. But I love Joe Burrow, man. I think he's going to have an amazing career. He could, he could arguably go down as one of the better quarterbacks in the entire National Football League in history. Like, he really could be that good. I think he's just... He's, Heck, remember that we were like, we were drafted. Um, we were getting Walker in the eleventh round, tenth, eleventh round, and 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 Penny was going before him, and people were drafted Penny over over Walker. And look at Walker now. I mean, we said, you know, he's going to start going. You know, maybe middle of the season he takes over the role. That's what you said from the very start. Um, you weren't here, Ron. You weren't on the channel yet. But when I did my IG Expert League draft, because you came out, you came on during the season, right? No, I, I was. Or no, you came in. Season. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember when you came on. It sometimes it feels like four months. Sometimes it feels like four years. I forget. <laughs> I mean that in a good way. I, I. I uh, do you remember me drafting this team? Were you here when that guy was ripping into me saying, you took Burrow in the Superflex at six? 
Oh my God! What the dumbest pick? Are you crazy? Were you here during that? Yeah, I was okay. there. Yeah, okay. So this is that team, and and so this one, this one, we won the championship ninety nine percent. I don't know why they don't give me a hundred. They, 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 there's a chance, I suppose, Burrow and Knox could go both get not minus one point, I guess, or minus half a point or whatever. And or, but they couldn't get they couldn't get that much negative points. So I don't know why they don't give me a hundred, but. Closed it out. He's got no one left. This is the IG Expert League. This is uh, some of the biggest, if not the most respected, Instagram fantasy football pages on Instagram. We won. The fantasy football show won the championship. And we took Burrow in that like five or six spot and got laughed at, apparently, by a lot of people. But Ayuk stepped up big with 26 points, 101 yards, and a touchdown, nine receptions. Swift, look down at the bottom, Swifty, 78 total yards and two TDs. Uh, St. Brown didn't have a great day. Tyreek Hill didn't have a great day. Uh, Walker could have done so much better. He didn't have a great day. Pacheco didn't have the greatest day. But they all came together, and I got Burrow and Knox left. So we did it. You guys watched me draft this team live. This is where I said I've got the best strategy for fantasy football, super flex drafting. I'm going to show you how to win a super flex draft using this strategy and the strategy one. I crush. I crushed the draft. This team lost... Um, I believe this team lost Javante. So this team lost Javante, and I believe it lost it lost somebody else. It lost Javante and somebody else. Uh, let me see who it was. I think I might even got him on IR because I wanted to remember. Uh, we got uh, Pierce. We lost Pierce. We lost Javante. And we lost somebody else. But this team, and, and I'll have some videos on how to dominate a super... Flex draft, and this the strategy I deployed for this was is the the only way to go, in my opinion. Ron, anything else I can do for you? I'm probably not going to stay on too long today. Uh, just wanted to come on, congratulate everybody, get ready for 2023. Content drops tomorrow. I might even do a. Should we do a? We should do a dynasty stream right now. Let's do a dynasty stream. Let's do a dynasty stream right now. I'm going to do it on my phone. So hold on. I'm going to go live on my phone. <laughs> go live. And we're going to jump over there. I got super chats to get through first, right? No, I think I'm caught up on those. Okay, hold on. Super chat. Okay, those are all cleared out. Okay, so let me go live on the dynasty channel. Hold on. And then everybody that's watching right now, I need you to go over to the Dynasty channel. The link is right here. We're going to do a Dynasty show. Um, Let's see, Dynasty. Actually, I'll go live on on this so we can do a a good little show with the software and everything. So everybody meet me back on the Dynasty channel. Let me drop the link right here. There it is. Boom. Boom. Dynasty channel, doing it live. I'm going to pin the link. Okay, so everybody here, we got how many people in here? We got 290 people. Click the link I just dropped in the live chat. I, I pinned it. And and sit on that channel, refresh. I'm going live on the Dynasty channel. We're going to talk. Who should we talk, Ron? Who should be the topic? What player? What player for the Dynasty? Yeah. 
Um, I don't know if you want to talk about the rookies or if you want to talk about. Who do you guys want to talk about on the Dynasty channel? Let's see. Thomas just found this channel, I guess. Thomas, glad you found us. Make sure you click the link on the Dynasty channel. It's a separate channel. It's in the it's in the live chat. We're going over there right now. But I need a topic. What are we talking about on the Dynasty channel? Drop a drop a topic. Camara. Okay, Camara. How about a couple of voids? Camara and who's another avoid? Another avoid. Yeah. Well, you, uh, or or you the Eckler. Yeah, but let's let's throw out a new one because we're gonna have a lot of content on Eckler. Um. Uh. Throw out another avoid, guys. Camara's one avoid. Dalvin Cook. All right, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook and Camara, and then we'll talk a little bit of Bijan. Jump over to the Dynasty channel right now. Ron, I'll, Ron, you can hang tight, actually. Ron, stay right there, Ron. All right. I'm ending the stream. I'll see you over on the Dynasty channel now. Link in the in the live chat. Click the link in the live chat. We're going to the Dynasty channel now.